Welcome to this edition of Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets. In this weekly show, you'll catch two fund managers who'll share their views on a selection of listed companies, both here and overseas. Hit the subscribe button on your podcast player to be notified of new episodes each week. And don't forget that all the views expressed are general in nature and you should seek your own advice before making any decisions of your own. That's all from me. Sit back, relax and enjoy the latest edition of Buy, Hold, Sell. Hey, how you doing? And welcome to Livewise Buy, Hold, Sell. I'm Ali Selby. And as you all very well know, tech has been one of the worst hit sectors this year, with higher interest rates really taking their toll on valuations. But they say you should buy when there's blood in the streets. So today we're going to figure out if you should do exactly that. We're joined by Lucas Good from IML and James Gerrish from Market Matters. The tech index in Australia actually is in a bear market. James, I might start on you. Is it time to be greedy or fearful? Uh, I'm in the greedy camp. I think you know the tech index is down 40% uh, over the past 12 months. It's been a it's been a bloodbath, as you made mention of. So um, obviously, higher interest rates are a big impediment to to high valuation stocks like tech. I think potentially, um, you know, we're getting closer to a top in bond yields, and therefore a, a closer to a low in tech stocks. So I'm in a um, uh, in a uh, be greedy when we're fearful. Amazing. Over to you, Lucas. Are you greedy or fearful right now? Oh, I'd say probably more balanced. I mean, it really depends on the companies we're talking about. I think the, um, you know, the profitless tech story, that boom's really died out, but there's still a lot of froth in some pockets of the market, we think. So, you know, we're hedging our bets a little bit and picking, picking quality companies that have, that have got uh, valuations supported by cash flows. Staying with you, I want to know if there's any interesting trends that you've witnessed in terms of valuation in that sector. Well, I think you've clearly seen a flight to quality within tech. So companies with proven business models, profitability, um, strong competitive positions like our team and WiseTech have held up really well. Um, whereas some of those cash, perpetually cash burning and money raising companies, um, they've, they've really found it tough and I think will continue to do so. You kind of mentioned it earlier or before that you feel like we could see, I guess, a rotation into growth mm. stocks. Can you take us through that a little bit more? Yeah, I think, you know, as I made mention of, you know, higher interest rates have been an incredible headwind to that space. I mean, the three-year bond yield has gone from, you know, 30 basis points went out 370 basis points. So that's a huge tectonic shift in the macro environment. To Lucas's point, I 100% agree around, um, you know, the focus needs to be on, on quality. You've seen some, um, you know, as, as, as times get tougher, as economic conditions deteriorate, those companies that continue to, can continue to grow and continue to um, uh, you know, satisfy their customers and seeing customers spend more through those periods is a really good sign that they're onto something, that it's a quality business, whereas those companies that have um, you know, been tested and fallen by the wayside become obvious. Okay, let's get into some of the stocks. First up, we have Altium. It surprised investors with some great guidance and an impressive result in August. James, staying with you, is it a buy, hold or sell? Yes, definitely a buy for us, Ali, and we do own this stock. You touched on the, uh, the, the recent result and the guidance around, um, uh, you know, um, uh, the, the forward-looking um, uh, momentum in the business is really sound. So we like it. We've got to buy on it. Not a lot of companies posted guidance. That's a good thing. Yeah. Over to you, Lucas. Is it a buy, hold, or uh, sell? Look, it's a sell for us purely on valuation grounds. We do think it's a good business um, with a strong position in that mid-market. But I guess what a couple of things concern us with our team. Number one, that Octopart's driven the majority of the revenue growth last year, which is, is not actually a software business and been a real beneficiary of um, the supply chain 
problems that we've seen over the last couple of years. And also we think there's been a real change in, in emphasis from the company away from adding more subscribers towards generating more money from existing subscribers, which, I mean, that's not necessarily a bad thing, but to us just suggests that maybe the addressable market isn't big enough to support a, a you know, 50 times earnings valuation on the stock. Okay, next up we have Megaport. Brokers seem to be absolutely loving this stock at the moment. Over to you, Lucas. Is it a buy, hold or Look, sell? Look, we're, we're value investors. We don't believe in revenue multiples, so it's a sell for us. Um, we're not going to pay up for profitless growth. And I think with, with Megaport, they've got a really interesting product, but it's one that while it should have really high incremental margins, they've really struggled to generate the returns that, that you would expect because it's actually a very difficult sales cycle which is why we see them try to branch out into using SD-WAN providers as resellers to, to going through third parties. And they've really struggled to, to get there. And I think both the market and the company have maybe underestimated how difficult that is. So it's, it's a sell for us. It's been a really poor performer this year. It's down 60%. James, over to you. Is it a buy, hold or sell? Yeah, I'm going the other side. I've got it on a buy here. Um, you know, Lucas makes some very good points <laughs> around, around the growth and the, the challenges that it has had. I guess our thesis is around that's now captured in the price. So it's fallen from $22 down to um, you know, around $7 at the moment. That's a, a very big decline. Obviously, they've got some They've had to, um, I guess, refocus how they sell their product. Um, they had some issues with the level of growth they're achieving. I think they've addressed that. They're pr providing a little bit more um, clarity and information to the market. And I think that's a positive. So, you know, from a risk rewards perspective, I think it's a buy uh, down here around that 750 mark. Okay, last stock of today is Tyro Payments. Mike Cannonbrooks actually recently made a bid for the company but was rejected. Last one for you, James. Is it a buy, hold or sell? Yeah, it's a, it's a hold for us. I think there's, um, you know, notwithstanding corporate activity that's playing out and this could continue to play out. It's trading around that, that bid level at the moment. Um, from a business point of view, they've got, you know, they've got a, um, you know, they've got a really good market position but they've got ageing, um, you know, ageing hardware that needs... Um, replacing. So you've got, you know, the, the thesis around cost out, but then they've got to go and spend a lot in this ageing hardware. So it's, you know, it's a bit of a hold for me. Its share price is down 56% year to date. Over to you, Lucas. Is it a buy, hold or yeah, sell? Yeah, so, sorry to be a Debbie Downer, but it's a hat trick of sells from me. Um, Grok has obviously put the company in play, but it's trading above the bid price. And, you know, we'd see there's been quite a bit of downside risk if a bid doesn't come through. We're not particularly positive on the company itself. Um, you know, I, th I think it's a really competitive space payment. So any market share gains, the operating leverage, you're seeing it gobbled up with pressure on, on fees. And, um, you know, I, I guess I'd liken it to being the mini disc of payments, right? It's, it's, it's superior to what came before. It's better than FPOS or cassettes, but it seems like it's already been superseded by better technology. Um, so it's a sell from us. Okay, as you mentioned there, you've been a bit of a Debbie Downer oh, this sorry. episode. So I'm going to push <laughs> you to tell us a stock that you're actually buying right now, a tech stock yeah. that you love. What have you brought for us today? So one, one key buy for us in the, in the portfolio in the tech sector is Symbio, which is a company that you know, not everyone may have heard of because it's not consumer facing, but actually we all interact with their software every day. If you, if you call your Uber driver because you're wondering why he's driving in the wrong direction, <laughs> um, that virtual phone number and the related software is all run by Symbio. If you click to call a restaurant to make a reservation or if you dial into a, a, a Teams call on your phone, that all runs on Symbio. So a lot of use cases, um, compounding, uh, recurring gross margin within the wholesale business at 20%. It's founder-led, it's profitable. Um, we think just the purely the domestic business is, is significantly more valuable than the current share price implies, but the real upside is in the Asian expansion. They're now live in Singapore. 
um, expanding into Malaysia next year. And the opportunity there is huge because those use cases I mentioned, you can't even do those in those countries because the legacy telcos have a stranglehold on the infrastructure. Um, so we think there's massive opportunities for Symbio and it's a conviction buy for us. Okay, over to you, James. Your time in the hot seat. Can you beat Symbio? What's your stock for well, us I'm gonna, today? I'm going to pitch something that's totally different. That's all about growth um, <laughs> and all about a revenue multiple. Uh, it was one of the hottest IPOs back in 2020 over in the US market. Um, listed at $120 a share. Um, went to 400 a share. It's now back to $165 a share. The company's Snowflake. Um, it's all about data and getting information and context around data and we know how important that is to a huge range of companies from small like ours to, to large multinationals. So Snowflake around the 165 a share. Okay, well I absolutely loved that episode and I hope you did too. If you did, why not give it a like? Remember to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're adding so much great content every week. Thanks for listening to Buy, Hold, Sell, brought to you by Livewire Markets, Australia's number one source of expert investment analysis and insights. Register for free online at livewiremarkets.com and you'll discover more exclusive investing articles, videos and podcasts.